Hello, and welcome to the first official episode of tonight's reading assignment, a Gimme a Minute podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Sullivan. Tonight's reading assignment is a podcast where I give my thoughts and opinions on different books and articles that I read on the topic of fatherhood and parenting. In my discussion of the readings, I'll pick out some of the author's key ideas and compare those with my own experiences as a father of four. While you do not need to read the assignments I give myself, I will always let you know what I read and where to find them, and I promise there'll never be a quiz. For tonight's reading assignment, I'm going to be discussing Chapter 1 of Kate Upson's 1899 book titled Bringing Up Boys, A Study. Before I give you my thoughts in the beginning of the book, I want to be upfront with you. Until recently, I had never heard of Kate Upson Clark. The little I know about her, I just learned from the internet. I chose this particular book for three basic reasons. Number one, it was free and readily available on the internet thanks to the Google project to digitize books. Two, the fact that it was over 100 years old. I'm interested in examining the historical perspective on child rearing. Three, the fact that it is focused specifically on raising boys, as I have sons. I'm in no way a Kate Upson Clark scholar or expert. I'm reading this book for the first time, and I will give my honest opinions and perspectives as I read it. At this point, I have no idea what anyone else had to say about this book. As to Kate Upson Clark, here's what I've learned about her from the internet. Kate Upson Clark lived from 1851 to 1935. She was a prolific American writer and editor who wrote articles for various magazines such as Gaudet's Ladies Book, Atlantic Monthly, and Harper's Magazine. She also published books, short stories, and a novel. Born in Alabama, she grew up in the great Commonwealth of Massachusetts, where she graduated from Wheaton Fem female seminary in 1869. She married Edward, Edward Perkins Clark in 1874 and had three sons. She was also a founder of the New York Wheaton Club, the first regional alumni club of her alma mater. Now, on to my summary and analysis of Chapter 1, titled Taking Boys Seriously. The title of the chapter does a very succinct job of laying out the central premise of the chapter, namely that parents need to treat their sons with respect and seriousness. Clark extends this concept into the realm of the children's childhood interests and pursuits. To be honest, this is not a concept that I expected from a parenting book published 125 years ago. In fact, in the first paragraph of the book, Clark challenges the age-old notion of children should be seen and not heard. She would not be a fan of the Milford School for any arrested development fans out there. Instead, Clark begins a chapter with this statement. It should be remembered that the general attitude of mind toward children should always be that of respect. This notion of approaching children with an attitude of respect is central to the ideas presented in the chapter. As I read through the first chapter, a few things really stood out to me. I found some of her ideas resonating with my own. 
and they caused me to reflect on my own practice as a dad. For example, at one point, Clark states, a child should be early instructed, chiefly by example, that when he is interested legitimately in anything, he should not be laughed at. Clark seems to be making the point that taking our children's interests seriously is important for the child's growth and development. Throughout the chapter, Clark gives some concrete examples of parents doing just this. Given the age of the book, Clark's examples aren't necessarily the ones that I would have come up with, but they work to highlight her point. My favorite example, probably because it reminds me of one of my own sons, is about a nine-year-old boy who is in charge of a flock of hens. He dotes on them. He tells visitors about them. And he's proud when they produce a lot of healthy chicks. The mother of this boy is half apologetic when she admits that, I have a theory that if I dignify their pursuits by treating them as if they were worthy of serious attention, it will make the boys more manly in their work. This example underscores Clark's larger point that we must treat children with respect and we must treat their interests in a serious manner, even if we see them as something less than serious. The point, as I take it, is that the interests are a serious matter to our kids. The idea of treating your kids' interests in a serious manner really resonated with me. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized I was not always living up to this ideal. This got me thinking about Magic the Gathering. If you're not familiar with Magic the Gathering, it's a trading card game. Players collect cards, create decks, and compete against one another. Beyond that, I really have no idea what is going on in that game. And truthfully, I never had any interest. But two of my sons are really into this game. One of those is my nine-year-old, and he likes to talk about the game all the time. And when his brother's not around, I'm the one he talks to about the game. I've not always followed Clark's advice and taken it seriously. Sometimes I half-listen to him talk about magic while I do something else. A few times I've made a half-hearted attempt to play the game with him. But if I'm being honest, I really haven't taken it all that seriously. Now, I don't think Kate Upson Clark would advocate me going into more debt to buy some incredibly rare magic cards. But working from the idea of taking your children's interests seriously, I could at least read up on the basics. And more importantly, I have to make sure I'm not dismissive when I talk about it. I need to remember that these cards and this game are important to him. He takes them seriously, and I need to approach it from that perspective. Clark also reminds parents, taking their children's interests seriously is an important part of building a relationship with your child. She says, you sometimes wish you knew what he talks about when he is off with his companions. If you go with him yourself, you will have a chance to find out. I want my kids to talk with me about what they have going on in their lives, especially when it's something big or important. But it's tough having big, important conversations if you aren't having the small ones. Taking your children's interests seriously, Clark suggests, is an avenue to building open communication with them, in part simply because you spend more time with them. Going back to the Magic Cards example, 
learning about the game is a way for me to spend more time with my kids. In all, I found the first chapter of Bringing Up Boys, a study, to be quite an interesting and thoughtful read. I found it more progressively minded than I assumed it would be for a book from 1899. I also don't think there was anything in there that just applies to boys as opposed to girls. I think the ideas I took from the chapter apply to all children. I'm definitely interested in reading and discussing chapter two. Well, that's all for the first official episode of tonight's reading assignment. I've provided a link to the Google digitized version of Bringing Up Boys, a study in the notes. If you aren't doing so already, please make sure to check out my written Substack newsletter called Give Me a Minute. You can find the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. On the next episode, I'll be reviewing Chapter 2, The Boy's Manners, from Bringing Up Boys, a study. Until next time, I'm Brendan Sullivan, and this was tonight's reading assignment.